When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. QAnon is now the most prolific online conspiracy theory of the 21st century. None of their predictions came true. Q has vanished and the storm never came. But QAnon is still alive. I'm Jake Hanrahan and this is Series 2 of Q Clearance, a podcast shedding light on the ongoing QAnon conspiracy theory. This is a production of Coup d'etat Media and iHeartRadio. If you've been at all interested in the evolution of post-US election QAnon, you'll have probably heard of the name Lynn Wood. He's been a known face amongst the QAnon community now for a few years. He's helped spread the conspiracy theory all over the place via the 1 million followers he had on social media before he was banned from Twitter for advocating the execution of former Vice President Mike Pence. Yeah, that's Lynn Wood. Linwood has become one of the most prolific QAnon main characters now that Q has vanished and the movement has been pushed underground as it were. Linwood now has a Telegram channel with over 800,000 subscribers at the time of recording. There, he pushes the most outlandish QAnon theories you've ever seen. 
He's another loud, outspoken proponent of this idea that Trump is somehow still in control. Actually, he won the election and everything that we see going on now with Biden and what have you is all just a sham and the QAnons are going to reign supreme and come in and take over, blah, blah, blah. You've heard it all before. He's a big proponent of this kind of ideology. Looking at his Telegram channel now, it's a kind of erratic mess. I'm looking at it now. He's posted saying, I have been reflecting this evening on the reality that evil has invaded almost every aspect of our society and the enemy has immense wealth, power and influence. When you view our present situation from the worldview, it sure does seem dire, doesn't it? How in the world can we overcome the widespread evil and drain it from our country and our lives? To clean up the mess in 2021 that we began to see clearly in 2020 is going to take extraordinary efforts by each patriot who loves freedom and our nation, which was founded under God. It's a lot of that kind of stuff all wrapped up in QAnon rhetoric, QAnon ideas. On the surface, it might just seem like kind of oh, hardcore US patriotism, but the kind of answer to all of these questions that Linwood puts forward is usually something to do with QAnon. So, who the hell is Lynn Wood? Well, believe it or not, Linwood was at one point in time a very famous attorney in America. He was part of the scandalous Richard Jewell case in which the FBI wrongly accused an innocent man, Richard Jewell, of being involved with the deadly 1996 Atlanta Olympics bombing. It wasn't Richard Jewell, it was some other guy that reckoned that everybody in America was turning into a communist because of XYZ. Quite ironic when you think about it, considering it's to do with QAnon now and a lot of them believe that at this moment. Anyway, Linwood helped clear Richard Jewell's name and became very successful at defamation cases. He was respected, people knew his work, but now he has disgraced himself, his career and his legacy by becoming a hardcore QAnon true believer, or at least that's the way he presents himself. To get the full detailed background on this, I spoke to Ali Mezzi, an attorney and QAnon researcher who has had her eye very firmly on Lynn Wood for a long time. Have a listen. Lynn Wood is an attorney from um, Georgia. And I can start way back from when Lynn Wood was a kid because um, he actually had a really um, tragic youth. Um, when he was 16, he returned home from a date to find his mother's body after his father had beaten her to death. And he had to call the police and his father was arrested and charged with first degree murder. But um, he was able to plead to a reduced count and spend only two years in prison. In a quote published by the Albany Herald, Lynn Wood said that his experience was what um, inspired him to become a lawyer. Um, he said that even though his father had committed this hideous crime, he was still his father. And he remembered how the lawyers had done everything they could to help his father. And he thought that um, they had done it out of a desire to help him. but. Uh, it made him just want to be a lawyer. So he was able to go to college and law school on a scholarship. And he kind of became um, 
he became um personal injury um and defending but he became a lawyer a bit um litigated personal injury and malpractice claims for about the first 20 years of his career and after that uh he became a defamation lawyer and so after that he ended up representing Richard Jewell which is what we've already mentioned he also covered a load of other defamation cases where he went against the media people that were accusing x y and z about this, that, and the other. He was one of them guys that ended up being known as the attorney of the damned. He was the guy that would represent the little guy, the person that was defamed by the media, etc., etc. But now let's skip forward to when Linwood started kind of slipping into what would later become the QAnon main character role. And so like going on into his like kind of like turn into MAGA and then like later QAnon, um, you know, his thing was he was just a high-profile defamation lawyer. And, you know, he had some other work, too, like business law, medical malpractice, and false claims acts. But um, his work against tabloids and newspapers was how he really became famous and widely respected. And for his reputation, um, for his representation of clients that had been condemned by the media and in courts of public opinion, he became known as the attorney for the dam. And a lot of the profiles that, you know, you read about him from before his most like recent chapter are just like absolutely glowing. Um, but, you know, the thing is, I'd say that like um, how good a like Linwood was as like a trial attorney. It, it was like second to what he was great at, which was going to the press for statements that he would make on behalf of his clients. Were these clear, dramatic, powerful statements. So he was a bit of a showman as well. Right, right. And that was like his, a lot of his power came from the fact that, you know, he was just this huge showman, which is, you know, and I think that's, you know, what's made him like really great as kind of a QAnon guy too, because he's the showboater. And I can't really say um, where his foray into the world of QAnon and Make America Great Again began, but I personally have a theory that it started kind of coming together because um lynn wood was representing this like um do you know who steve Wynn is i didn't know either but steve Wynn is a billionaire real estate and casino mogul as well as being a u.s republican party mega donor Wynn was accused of sexual misconduct in 2018 and went on to hire Lynn Wood to handle any cases of defamation made against him in regards to the allegations which he says are false. Now, working with Steve Wynn obviously put Lynn Wood closer to the political elite. You've got to remember, Steve Wynn is a billionaire. He's been donating a lot of money to the Republican Party. Lynn Wood is working now for him on a defamation case. It puts him into that sphere. And so he's kind of like getting in good at the beginning with this, like, you know, this mega donor. And so... After Richard Jewell passed away in 2007, Wood apparently really wanted him to be posthumously awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And so according to reporting by the Wall Street Journal, Wood said that he asked Steve Wynn, um, who had Trump's ear because, you know, he'd given so much money to the GOP, to make the case to Trump that Jewell should be awarded the medal. And um, I'm just going to repeat some of the, um, the Wall Street Journal reporting here. 
So in January 2020, Mr. Wood said that he received word from the White House that Mr. Trump would meet with him. Weeks later, at Mr. Wynn's request, Mr. Wood gave $375,000 to Trump Victory, a pro-Trump political action committee, according to Mr. Wood in the Federal Election Commission records. Mr. Wood said he made the donation as a favor to Mr. Wynn and because of Mr. Wood's support for Mr. Trump, unconnected to his efforts on behalf of Mr. Jewell. And like, Sounds like a bribe. <laughs> Yeah, to get like, you know, his like, it is like, it's a bit he weird. really wanted this guy to get like this Medal of Honor. Yeah. And so Wood went to meet with Trump in March 2020. And as far as I'm aware, Richard Jewell was never awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Like Trump just didn't do it. Uh-huh. And so like, it's it's kind of like my speculation that he started kind of courting more GOP stuff um, for the sake of honoring Jewell's, um, you know, Jewell's memory. But it, it is also as possible that he had a genuine shift of opinion that made him like really into Trump. Um, And, you know, more recently, you know, his clients have included a lot of highly polarizing figures with like a strong like right wing bent or like strong right wing culture war people, Um, including like um, Mark and Patricia McCloskey, um, those um, St. Louis, the lawyers who were photographed pointing weapons at um, protesters marching outside their house. And also Kyle Rittenhouse, the teenager um, charged with fatally shooting two protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And he was also representing Nick Sandman, um, a student whose Washington, D.C. encounter with a Native American protester made national news in a libel suit against The New York Times. So we can see a pattern forming here. Linwood has basically gone from being the lawyer of the damned to the lawyer of the MAGA culture war people. However... Is he using these people for his own means or is he actually trying to help them? Well, you decide. Listen to this. In January of this year, Sandman publicly fired him on Twitter, claiming Wood had made untrue, unfair and unfounded comments about him. Steve Wynn and Kyle Rittenhouse have also fired Wood because it seems like a lot of people right now are like not happy with his work. The website Law and Crime did um, an interview, an exclusive interview with Kyle Rittenhouse's mother. And here's what Kyle Rittenhouse's mother has to say about Lynn Wood, because this was apparently very acrimonious. Mm-hmm. Um, so they used Kyle to gain money and gain Twitter followers. Um, when she was discussing the conduct of Lynn Wood and then another attorney named John Pierce in managing Kyle's criminal defense and the funds that raised for him and their fight back. They have an organization called Fight Back and it's like all of the money that they raised for Kyle Rittenhouse is put in this Fight Back org. I feel now that they don't care about Kyle. Of Wood, she said, he used my son's image to make a profit off that. I asked for an accounting of it and he never got it. I was ignored. They used a 17-year-old kid's image from, for their own political shit. And um, Wendy Rittenhouse also accuses Wood of leaving Kyle in jail for 87 days, even though Fight Back had the money to bail him out. Um, Wendy told Law and Crime, he told me that my son would be safe in jail because he thought that on the night of election, um, on November 3rd and the 4th, that there was going to be Armageddon, and Kyle was going to be safer in jail. Yes, you heard that right. Lynn Wood, is so obsessed with QAnon, seemingly believed in it so much that he told Kyle Rittenhouse's mother, do not bail him out of jail, even though you have the money to, because there's going to be an Armageddon across the days of the election, and he will be safer in the prison cells. That is absolute madness, sure, but 
It's what Q said was going to happen. Not only is Lin Wood pushing his pro QAnon agenda online on social media, he's actually allowing it to eat into his legal work as an attorney. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Okay, and so, but what about QAnon? Because, you know, this him kind of getting into, like, you see Linwood getting into conservative culture war stuff more and more, you know, kind of becoming a conservative mouthpiece. Whereas, like, you know, apparently before, you know, before this past year, um, these past few years, um, you know, uh, Linwood would donate to either Democrats or Republicans. Um, you know, he was not, like, a very strong, like, party guy. Because the thing is, it's like, I think he, like, kind of, like, waded into Q by, like, you know, slowly going into, like, you know, these conservative culture war things and, like, kind of becoming a big respected name that way. So there might have been public earlier public signs of his attraction to QAnon, but around um, July 2020, uh, the outlet Tech Dirt noticed in its coverage of a Twitter spat between Wood and CNN personality Brian Stetler that Wood's Twitter bio contained hashtag WWG1 WGA. Um, and they're like, oh, does this guy believe in QAnon? But, you know, at this point, like, Wood wasn't really a QAnon influencer. He was like 
oh, Nick Sandman's uh, weird lawyer who happens to have QAnon stuff in his bio. And, you know, he was just in, like, the headlines. It's, like, this conservative firebrand. And, like, you know, some people were, like, does he believe in QAnon? Because he wasn't really talking about it yet. I, I, I think the um, the election lawsuits were what really um, propelled um, Lynn Wood and also Sidney Powell, who was Michael Flynn's attorney, um, into QAnon stardom. Though they'd, you know, been known entities of um, right, as right-wing personalities before. So right after the presidential election where Joe Biden won, um, Wood brought a lawsuit as a plaintiff in Georgia trying to overturn Biden's victory in the state based on these constitutional claims about the process by which certain rules about counting absentee ballots were passed. Um, but this lawsuit, um, Lynn Wood versus Raffensperger, wasn't good and it failed to get very far. It got dismissed for standing. But it really wasn't that bonkers. It was like nitpicking about rulemaking, saying that, you know, he didn't think the Secretary of State of Georgia had the authority to enter into a consent agreement to modify certain election rules. And then Sidney Powell filed just a bunch of completely out there lawsuits that she called the Kraken in a bunch of states. And Lynn Wood signed on to those as of counsel and went out promoting them and went out to rallies. And, you know, in these Kraken lawsuits are the ones where, um, you know, Powell and Wood, um, well, Powell, co-signed by Wood, um, alleged that Dominion voting machines were used to commit election fraud. So this is where Lynn Wood really starts getting his teeth into the QAnon conspiracy theories. He co-signs a lawsuit that says we want to look into these Dominion voting machines because we think they're being rigged. We think the election is being stolen. By now, if you've been listening to Q Clearance, you will know all about this. Stop the steal. Trump didn't really lose the election. All of that. This is the sort of stuff Lynn Wood first started getting his foot into the door with when it comes to real hardline QAnon conspiracy theories. Don't take my word for it, though. Have a listen to what these lawsuits were consisting of, and you can decide if you think these sound legitimate. And they're anywhere from like 50 to 100 pages long, and they're supported by affidavits of like, anonymous people called spider um you know venezuelan super spies and then um ron watkins was um an expert uh, witness in it and mm-hmm. his, you know they, they had to ask for his expert credentials and it literally was well i read the dominion user manual right excellent yeah and so of course they were just like squarely rejected by the courts they were like yeah. tossed out um and that's where like powell and wood um, just started just obtaining this level of superstar status in Q worlds. And, you know, I think this and the Georgia runoff was the point where Lynn Wood kind of started alienating a lot of the mainstream Republican Party. At this point, Wood started to just advocate that Trump voters should just not vote in that Senate runoff. And, you know, he was doing all these stop the steal rallies and he was up on stage saying, um, you know, they haven't earned your vote. Don't give it to them. Like, why would you go back and vote in another rigged election? Like, why are you voting, you know, when they've stolen it? And that started getting, like, normie Republicans mad at him. Because, mm. um, like, you know, he was just telling people not to vote. He starts getting, like, more into Q here. And um, this stuff just kind of, like, made him just a more powerful voice in the Q community. Because, you know, ostensibly, Q is against corruption in the whole establishment, not just the Democrats and, like, 
you know, that's what they say, but like they were very, very willing to like, you know, some people definitely did probably withhold their votes. Right. Um, do you, do you think Lynn Wood, I, I just trying to get my head around this. It's so weird that he went down this path. Like, do you, do you think Lynn Wood genuinely is a true believer or do you think he's up to something, some kind of shenanigans? I don't know. It's just so like, he's basically just thrown his career down the bin. Yeah, no, I, I don't know because it's like, you know, it's like after this, he just starts getting like just ramping up and ramping up. But so running up to the Georgia runoff on January 5th and in hindsight, the riot at the Capitol on January 6th would just kept going, especially as there were all these attempts to get the Supreme Court to hear lawsuits about the election. And so the Supreme Court became a focus of Q and general right wing media buzz. And Linwood started to take um, aim at Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, John Roberts, on Twitter. Uh, I've got some I've got some tweets from late December. Um, so a couple more questions for Chief Justice John Roberts. One, you were recorded discussing Justice Scalia's successor before date of his sudden death. How did you know Scalia was going to die? Two. Are you a member of any club or cabal requiring minor children as an initiation fee? Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, a bit more on C.J. John Roberts. I have publicly accused him of justice, him and Justice Breyer of being, pro, being profane anti-Trumpers. I have linked Roberts to illegal adoption, Jeffrey Epstein, pedophilia, and prior knowledge of Scalia's death. Does Roberts skip class on defamation? Maybe not. I'm, aware, I'm fully aware of the onslaught of attacks being made based on my revelations about Chief Justice John Roberts before attacking me. Maybe fair-minded people would first ask Roberts to tell the truth. So, like, Wood was, like, just going on these tirades about Roberts, um, you know, and saying, oh, well, Roberts hasn't sued me for defamation, and that's because it's true. And, and he, you know— He had, like—sorry, but he had, like, a million followers almost on Twitter. Yeah. Point, right? He, yeah, he had, way, like, yeah, he had, like, a million-something followers right. on Twitter. And like, so at the time, the, while he's doing this, the Q community is circulating all these pictures of like, um, there was a modeling agent, um, Jean-Luc Brunel, that kind of looks like Roberts. So, you know, there was pictures of him and Epstein or like um, Jean-Luc Brunel and like um, Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, and they see like, see, there's Roberts. And there was photoshops of Roberts, the black eye, implying he'd done like some initiation in the black eye club for like a satanic ritual. Or, you know, there'd be discussions of how um, there's a person named John Roberts that appears in Epstein's flight logs. And I believe there is a John Roberts there, but there's like no evidence that it's that John Roberts. Mm. And would also on uh, New Year's Day 2020, tweeted that Mike Pence should be executed by a firing squad. Um, and that's when the Trump campaign was like, hey, buddy, we're not we're not on board with Linwood anymore. And so at this point, he's on Twitter, he's on Parler, and he's going really, really hard. He tells people that they need to start following Ron Watkins. And, you know, on January 4th, he's saying stuff like, it's time for our country to unite against a common foe and protect our freedom and future. The enemy is, you know, communist China. Support Donald Trump. He's a genius. He has our military ready. We, the people, must be ready. So as you can see, at this point, Lynn Wood had gone full pelt QAnon mad. He's on Twitter talking to millions of followers saying that people should be executed, saying that Trump has the military waiting to take over, even though he'd lost the election. 
Linwood went from a famous defamation attorney to what can only be described as a raving QAnon lunatic. Um, and then on the 6th, what he was doing during the Capitol riot. Mm. So Mr. Wood did, in fact, call for his supporters to storm and occupy the United States Capitol, Georgia Authority said. On the morning of January 6th, Mr. Wood posted to his 1.1 million Twitter followers that the time had come to take back our country and to fight for our freedom. And he wrote those words alongside an image stating that it was 1776 again. During the insurrection, um, as the mob was storming the Capitol building, Mr. Wood tweeted for his followers that they should follow the advice of Bill White to enter the U.S. Capitol building, enter both houses, and fight for us and fight for Trump. And he finally gets booted for Twitter on January 7th. And he kept going on parlor. Like as soon as he was off Twitter, he was on parlor and he was claiming that um, the shooting of Ashley Babbitt by a Capitol security guard was a false flag and that Ashley Babbitt was um, a crisis actor and still alive. Just in case you're unaware, Ashley Babbitt was a QAnon follower who entered the Capitol building when the riot happened. And sadly, she was shot dead by a security guard there. Some of the QAnons consider her a martyr. Some of them say that she was a paid crisis actor and that she was just there to give the QAnons a bad name and that actually she wasn't murdered. It was all a setup. It's all actually quite sad. Bear in mind that someone's child, someone's daughter is dead. This is not funny, but this is the way the QAnons go with it. So anyway, after Lynn Wood went berserk on Twitter, he was banned from there. He went on to the app Parler. Parler is now gone. It fell apart. Then he moved on to Telegram. As we spoke about in the last episode, that's where QAnon is really now evolving. It's safe to say, as I'm sure you expected, Linwood is definitely helping that process along. One of the most bizarre stories to come from Lynn Wood's Telegram channel is when he went on a tour of the White House. He effectively live tweeted it, but, you know, live posted it to Telegram. And he was saying things like, wow, I can't see Joe Biden here. He's clearly not here. As if Joe Biden will just be sat there in the White House doing nothing, waiting for people like Linwood to come and see him. But not only that, he also said, <laughs> get this, he lied and said that he went into the Oval Office and actually saw Trump sat there. He said on Telegram, wow, I've just seen Trump in there. He's still there. He's in power. Now, whether Lynn Wood was putting this out as just an over, I am straight up bullshitting to my followers, or whether it was meant to be some kind of satire or story, I don't even know anymore. I don't even know if it actually matters at this point because the QAnon followers have become so invested in the outlandish evolution of QAnon that I don't really think they care either way. Now, although Lynn Wood has basically lost his career, he's disgraced, he has no credibility anymore in the real world, he is still very much lauded in the QAnon conspiracy world. And with all the people that are following him, he's trying to amplify other QAnon voices. He's trying to keep this whole thing going. And, you know, he's like, he's just one of the biggest voices right now. And he's giving like, you know, a microphone to these other people as well. Um, and I think that his specialty is a lawyer where he's like, you know, public advocacy, where, you know, he's the one that wants to like take control of the narrative. He's going to like, you know, position himself as like, 
you know, using high visibility to strike back against the media has just really prepared him to take advantage of this moment. And, you know, he has the credentials of just like being that guy who fights the media and, you know, the media is who QAnon hates. And so he's just like got the skill set and his reputation that's kind of made for this. He's kind of just alienated everyone almost except for his, um, you know, just the QAnon community. Yeah, his new family, basically, his friends on Telegram. Right, right. And like, I, I, he apparently doesn't like to talk about it, but he posts about it on Telegram some where he's apparently estranged from his family. Like, you know, it'll be in the yeah. middle of all of these like conspiracy posts about like, you know, the UN or like, oh, why is like, you know, this bus full of like potential human trafficking um, people here? And then it'll just be like him pictures of his kids and being like, this is my daughter. She hasn't spoken to me for like a year. It's really sad because he'll be like, he'll post like, I love my puppies and my horses, but not as much as I love my kids. But you know what I love more than my kids? God. So that is the story of Lynn Wood. What do you think? Is he a grifter or is he a true believer? Or is he even a victim of the collective psychosis of the QAnon ideology itself? I don't know, but basically Linwood has lost his family, he's disgraced his career, he is a joke to serious Republican voters, and yet still he seems to think that what he's doing is the right thing. He thinks QAnon is going to come back, everything is going to change, and he will be hailed as some kind of hero. Either that or it's a complete grift, I don't know, but he's lost a hell of a lot and gained very little. That's Linwood. It's very important to know who he is going forward. Q Clearance is brought to you by iHeartRadio and Kudata Media. I'm Jake Hanrahan. You can find me online at Jake underscore Hanrahan. That's H-A-N-R-A-H-A-N. This episode was produced by myself, with fact-checking and additional research by Sarah Hightower. The music is by Sam Black, and the sound was mixed by Thomas Griffin at Splicing Block. Your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.